Have you ever thought whether something you said or were trying to communicate came across as confident or maybe arrogant? Today, in episode number 17, we are going to be talking about just that, the difference between confidence versus arrogance, and specifically in interviews. This is the Career Talk Straight Up No Chaser podcast, where I tell you how it is. We have blunt, honest, transparent conversations. I am your host, Stephanie Dennis, and my background is in human resources, which is what I have my master's degree in. My passion really is helping people and sharing my knowledge, so I decided to take all the experience and knowledge I've gained and make this podcast to help you progress and grow in your career. The listeners of this podcast can now access a free Facebook community created for us to come together and support each other on our career journeys. If you simply head over to Facebook and enter the name of this podcast, so Career Talk straight up no chaser and click join or you can click the direct link in the episode description as well this is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language and if you're looking for additional interview tips simply go check out episode number 12 where i cover just that interview tips let's dive into this Ooh, guys all right confidence versus arrogance so i have to admit this topic was only created or I only had the idea for this topic out of sheer frustration. I'm just being real with you. Totally honest. Maybe it was just a really weird day and a really weird week, but there was a week where I had nothing but arrogant assholes. I shouldn't say that. Mostly arrogant assholes. <laughs> and, and for the record, this wasn't recently. I've had this topic on, on my radar for a while and that was something I wanted to talk about. But I think it's so important to bring up because as you're looking at your career and you're looking at new opportunities and you're having conversations with recruiters and hiring managers and hiring leaders, you need to be sure that you're sending the correct message. And the message of, I am a confident, self-motivated, ambitious, successful fill in the blank of your position, right? Successful, whatever you are, is very different than I know it all. I'm the best. You can't find anyone better. And I'm the shit. Those two things tell a very different story. All day long, I want to talk to somebody who is confident. Zero percent of the time do I want to talk to arrogant assholes. I'm just being honest. Like I said, I'm blunt. I'm honest. I'm transparent. I tell the truth and I tell it how it is. Let's get into this here. Sometimes if you look at people you know, I know people who are both confident and arrogant and it can sometimes be hard to tell the difference. But once you start having real conversations with people, it can be super easy. And I try to give people the benefit of the doubt because sometimes people are nervous, especially in phone interviews or in-person interviews where they might say something that could be interpreted in the wrong way. And if I'm not sure, I always try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Because sometimes people can say things that they think are confident statements and they're in an interview and they're super nervous and it just comes across as arrogant. So you give someone the benefit of the doubt when you can and when it makes sense and when it's appropriate. But then there are the arrogant jerks of the world. It's just a reality. And as a recruiter, I'll also be real honest with you. It's a little bit entertaining for me when I get someone on the phone who is just like, super arrogant and they're kind of a jerk. I'm just like, okay, because it, it immediately turned. And here's why. So let me explain that because some of you are like, this girl is crazy, which I'm not denying that. But 
it goes from being a serious conversation and me legitimately evaluating them for a position to just a conversation that needs to be over. Because I'm not going to hire them. That's for sure. But it certainly gives me interesting topics to talk about on my podcast. And it makes me giggle a little bit, even though it frustrates me. So here's the thing. I want you and I need you to be confident in your interviews. But I also very much need you to not be arrogant. Confidence is very impressive. Uh, it's, it's very widely accepted. Most people like confident people. Most hiring managers and recruiters want someone on their team who is confident. What we don't want is the arrogant jerk. So let's talk about six signs that you might be coming across as arrogant. Number one is talking down to the person interviewing you. And I want to advise as a recruiter who interviews people all day long, don't underestimate the person you're talking to. Don't talk down to them like they have no idea what's going on. Don't be rude. It's a huge mistake. But it happens. I would say it doesn't happen often, but it happens enough where it's an issue that I want to address. So hopefully it could help someone create a little bit of self-awareness and do better as they go forward. Number two is to act and present as though you don't make mistakes. For example, when you are asked, you know, what mistakes have you made and what have you learned from them? Or, you know, an interview question along those lines, it's fairly common and your response is none. You probably come across arrogant and a liar. I mean, I probably get up and make like 20 mistakes before I even get to work. I mean, let's be real. So if I ask someone like, oh yeah, you know, talk to me about one of the biggest mistakes you made throughout your career and something that you've learned from it. And you're like, oh, none. I'll be like, oh, bullshit. Of course, in my head, because I can't swear my candidates, even though I would like to sometimes everyone makes mistakes, you know, so don't be a liar and be honest about what your mistakes are. This also leads into really well number three. So number three is saying that you don't have any weaknesses. This one is a problem more so than the mistakes one. And it's probably the most common thing that people deny. We all have mistakes. We or we all have weaknesses and a confident person is going to be someone who understands their weaknesses and has created systems or um, self-awareness around those weaknesses so that they can overcome those and or compensate for them in their positions. So maybe you're like, Steph, what are your weaknesses? Well, one of them is certainly a lack of filter. And if you've listened to this podcast, that might become very obvious to you. But in this show, I'm very upfront. I'm very blunt. I tell it like it is, but the lack of filter is usually more of an issue in a live environment because I'm, I might say something that isn't appropriate or my face usually tells you everything that's going on inside my head, whether I like it or not. And usually I'm not even aware of it. So knowing that my face my facial expressions tell what's going on in my head, knowing that it's something that I can consciously try and control. And you know, I'm not by any means not saying I'm perfect at it, but I know it's a weakness of mine. Curious about what another one is? I'm very opinionated. Also probably pretty clear if you've listened to other episodes of this podcast. I'm also extremely organized. 
some people could call it OCD. And if I was in an interview and someone asked me that, I've been very transparent about that. I've told people I am super organized and I joke about it because it's, you know, clinically, it's not OCD. However, like having things organized and things set up in a certain way can slow me down. And so knowing that, I actively create to-do lists and I have to prioritize them. I use, I believe it's Brian Tracy's method and I could be wrong, so don't quote me on that or get mad at me, Um, but the ABCD method as I make my to-do list because organizing a spreadsheet of candidates is going to be less important than creating an offer for a candidate. Like you see where I'm going with that? So I know one of my weaknesses is overly organized. However, because I know that, I prioritize those to-do lists with a system. Number four is you've never failed. Again, lies, liar. Uh, if someone asks you about your failures, so a lot of times they're going to say, talk to me about a time where you failed and what was the result and what did you learn or, you know, something along those lines. And you go, oh yeah, no, never. Bullshit. So here's what I can say. When we look at weaknesses, when we look at mistakes, when we look at failures, be honest, be transparent, be a genuine person. You're human. You are not God. That's a fair statement. God, you are not. Mistakes, failures, weaknesses, we all have them. But when you can honestly talk about some a time that you failed and say, here was the situation. Here was the result. I failed or I missed the mark by this. Here's what I learned. And here is what I do now to make sure I don't make that same mistake or I don't fail again. Do you see how much more real that is? And just be like, oh, no. Nope, never did that. Never failed. Like, come on. Number five, again, similar. These are all very similar, uh, is you've never had a conflict. And my immediate response to that is, oh, so you get along with everybody? Usually, this is a question when people start talking about teamwork. So a question could be, talk to me about a time where you were working on a team project and there was conflict within the team and how was it resolved and what was the result? So again, just be honest, be transparent, be real, be genuine. You don't have to paint this picture, the shittiest picture ever. You can just tell the person interviewing you or the person you're talking to what the situation was, what the result was, what the conflict was, and how you do things differently moving forward. That's the biggest thing people are looking for. When I ask people questions around their weakness, their mistakes, their conflicts, their their failures, I'm not trying to trick them. I'm not trying to ask this weird off-the-wall question like, if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be? PSWTF for people who ask those questions. I just don't get it. It's unnecessary. Stop the chaos. It's ridiculous. Okay, anyway, rant over. So I'm not trying to ask like a tricky, weird, off-the-wall question. I genuinely just want to know you're a real person and you can recognize something that didn't go the way you wanted it to go and that you learned from it and you're doing it differently moving forward. That's all we want to know. It's not a trick. It's not the tree question. It's not, if you were an animal, what animal would you be? Like, guys who do that, I just don't get it. I'm sure there's some sort of weird psychology bullshit behind it, but it makes people feel uncomfortable and you like mentally stress someone out and like for what? Because someone's like, Steph, what kind of animal would you be? Like, my dog is so damn spoiled. Like, there are many days I would like to trade with her. And then I would laugh. And then I would probably admit she's a Pomeranian. And I would lose points. You guys, I would lose points because Pomeranian dog, it's it's not, it's not a lion. It's not a bear. I just, I don't get it. I don't like those questions. And 
It makes people think you're trying to trick them. It makes them think that there are these weird, correct answers. If you're one of those people, just stop. That's that's my plea to you. If you ask weird, off-the-wall questions, be normal. Be a human. It's the same thing I ask of people who interview. Be genuine, be transparent, and drop the bullshit. Okay, so number six is going to be using words like obviously and like I said. But the kicker is you never said and it's not obvious. This one really bothers me because oftentimes, and again, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. They're a little bit nervous. I understand, you know, but there are some people who are constantly saying, well, obviously, well, obviously, well, obviously. Well, if it was so obvious, I wouldn't ask. And that's just the blunt truth about it. If it was obvious, I wouldn't ask. Like I said, is another one. People are like, well, like I said, like I said earlier like I said, but they might be nervous and they never did say, maybe they just said it in their head, but not out loud, not audibly. If you interview people, give them the benefit of the doubt with this one. But also if you're going to be interviewing, if that's part of your your typical phrase or vocabulary, just be self-aware of that, be conscious of that, and try and eliminate those phrases from your interview vocabulary. So here's the thing of it all. I mentioned before, recruiters want to know you're human. We want to know you're humble enough to share your failures, your conflicts, your weaknesses, or your mistakes. We also want to know that you've learned from them and you've changed something moving forward as a result of what you learned from those failures, from those conflicts, weaknesses, or mistakes. So be real, be a person, be a human. You don't have to be perfect. Hopefully that gave somebody some relief out there. You don't have to be perfect. No one's perfect. So just have a conversation. Be confident. Don't be the jerk. Don't be the arrogant asshole nobody likes. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Bye. I hope you found this information helpful and valuable. As always, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I really do appreciate it. You can find more information in this episode's show notes at findingthebestfit.com. And don't forget to join our Facebook group if you're interested in being part of a community that helps and supports one another on their career journeys. I have a favor to ask, and I will be forever grateful if you could leave a review and rating for this podcast so other people can find us. Thank you so much, and I hope you have a fantastic day.